We need to say a thousand no's to be able to say one authentic and true yes. Part of the reason for the Ten Commandments. The Ten Commandments are pretty much all negative, right? Thou shalt not, thou shalt not, thou shalt not. Well, what's the goal? Why do these Ten Commandments exist? Well, if you think to the New Testament, when a leader comes to Jesus and says, what is the greatest commandment? It's not any of the ones that we heard in the Ten. What is the greatest commandment? You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and your neighbor as yourself. This is the greatest commandment. And so all these Ten Commandments of thou shalt not are all in service to be able to fulfill the great commandment. I say no to all of these things so that I'm capable of really authentically saying yes to this one, right? Thou shalt not have other gods. Thou shalt not use my name in vain. Thou shalt not work on the Sabbath. Is all for the sake of giving your heart to God. Thou shalt honor your mother and father, but thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, you shall not bear false witness, you shall not covet. It's all for the sake of being able to authentically love your neighbor. We need to learn what we need to say no to so that we can actually say yes authentically, sincerely to the things that we're called to love. This is very prevalent in married life, right? To say yes to a person on your wedding day is to say no to every other possible person that you might have been able to marry. You say no to all of them so that you can say yes with your whole life to this one person. And then you repeat it over and over again by saying no to other people throughout your married life, by saying no to putting your job, your career ahead of this person, even your hobbies, and yes, even your children, saying no to them so that you can authentically say yes with your whole heart to your spouse. We have to learn what we need to say no to to be able to give a real yes. Doesn't mean that everything that we say no to is bad and evil. We just need to say no to it first so we can say yes properly to what we're first called to love. That's part and parcel of what the Ten Commandments are there for. Here is what you absolutely have to say no to in your life to be able to be faithful to God. So what do we need to say no to? Well, this is part of our Lenten penance, right? Whatever we took up in Lent, what we gave up in Lent, is saying no to something so that we can say a greater yes to God, right? That's the idea anyway, is I say no to this one thing, this habit, this thing that I desire, this thing that I love, so that I can say a greater yes to God. What habits in our life do we need to say no to? Or here's a trickier one that St. Paul points out in his letter to the Corinthians today. He says, Jews demand signs and the Gentiles demand wisdom. None of these are correct. He's saying, desiring the miraculous? Wrong. You need to say no to that. Desiring to understand and rationalize the faith? No to that. What do we say yes to? Christ crucified. 
The Christian life is about saying yes to the person of Jesus. Is understanding the faith good? Yes. Does God perform miracles? Yes. But we say no to those first because the most important yes we have to give is to Jesus. Once we've given our yes to Jesus, then we can properly understand why miracles take place and we can properly rationalize the faith. Because there's a little line near the end of today's gospel that kind of points to that. It says that while Jesus was in Jerusalem, many believed in his name because of the signs that they saw him doing. But because they only believed in his name because of the signs, he would not entrust himself to them. He wouldn't allow himself to be in relationship with them because they were tied to what he was doing. They were saying yes to the wrong thing, so they couldn't really say yes to true faith in Jesus as the Son of God. What do we need to say no to to be able to say a real yes? Because what was the beginning, what, every year, the beginning of Lent, what is the first message that we always hear? Repent and believe in the good news. Say no to all this, repent, so that you can believe in the good news. There's this great image from St. Augustine that I love. This is what he says. Suppose that God wishes to fill you with honey, a symbol of God's tenderness and goodness, but you are full of vinegar. Where will you put the honey? The vessel, that is your heart, must first be enlarged and then cleansed, freed from the vinegar and its taste. This requires hard work and is painful, but in this way alone do we become suited for that which we are destined. If we don't say no to the vinegar, and then we try to add the honey, what happens to the honey? It's perpetually tainted by the taste of the vinegar. And so if we don't know what we need to say no to in our life, as much as God desires to give us good and to offer us his love in return, his love is going to perpetually be tainted by what we should have said no to first. And it will never be as sweet. We have to know what it is that we say no to in our life so that we can authentically live that relationship with God. Because those things get in the way of the one thing that is most important. And this is kind of encapsulated for us in the sacrament of confession. Whenever we go to confession, what we are doing is we are making a solemn declaration, an authentic declaration, God, this is what I say no to. All of my sin. I solemnly say I have no desire for it in your presence. Fill me with your mercy and grace learning what to say no to, to be able to authentically receive the good that God desires for us. And we hear that in the act of contrition, right? In the classic form of the act of contrition. My God, I am heartily sorry for having offended you. I detest all my sins because I dread the loss of heaven and the pains of hell, but most of all because I have offended you, my God, who are all good and deserving of all my love. I firmly resolve with the help of your grace to confess my sins and to do penance to amend my life. Amen. What I say no to 
so that I can actually say yes with my mind, heart, soul, and strength. And this is why there's no one good word to label the sacrament with. Because the sacrament of confession is only one part. I confess the wrong that I've done. But that's not what it's all about. It's about being reconciled to God. But I can't be reconciled to God until I confess and reject everything that gets in the way of my relationship with God. So, 50 years ago, all we heard about was confession, confess, confess, confess. And in the last few decades, it's been reconciliation, reconciliation, reconciliation. It's not one or the other. It has to be both. God can give us his mercy as much as he wants, but until we have rejected, said no to, what gets in the way of that, we can't receive the thing that we need to say yes to, which is his love. We need to say a thousand no's to authentically and truly give one wholehearted yes. So, what are the things you know you need to say no to in your life? What are those things that get in the way of loving the Lord your God with all your mind, heart, soul, and strength, and your neighbor as yourself?